Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off on your next order. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on all things Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Bay Area News Group, and on today's show, the Warriors want to build a top 10 defense. Expect James Wiseman to be on the floor with Steph and Draymond, and who leads the offense when Steph is on the bench? It's all coming up here on Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Steve Kerr had his preseason availability yesterday, and the takeaway from that 30-minute session was that he is challenging his team to have a top-10 defense this season. And so defense will be the main focus in training camp this week. Uh, so I'm not really into predictions or anything, but I, I do like the concept of what we have, the length and athleticism that we have at every position. I think we have potential to be a, a, an excellent defensive team, and that will be our challenge. I'll, I'll challenge the guys from day one that um, you know we want to be a top 10 defensive team. And um, so training camp will largely be centered around our defense. Uh, offensively, we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, but I, I've always found if you, if you have a good defensive team, uh, then, then you have your foundation, and it's, it's much easier to build from there. If you can't get stops, you're just kind of running around in circles. And I remember a game last year where uh, – I think I think D'Lo hit like seven threes in the first half. I think we scored, you know, 70 points, 68 points. It was one of the most incredible offensive displays I've ever seen in an NBA game from both teams. Um, you know, and uh, I think we were down four at the half. We ended up losing by 20. And, you know, it, that game was a good reminder to me that uh, – no matter how well you shoot it, no matter how efficiently you score, when you can't make stops, um, you just can't really get any traction in the game. So to me, our whole identity has to be based on our defense. We got to get stops. We got to establish ourselves as a as a defensive team first, and then the offense will will figure out as we. What Steve Kerr is talking about there is the new identity that he wants to establish for the Warriors during the championship runs. I mean, what did we think about? When we thought about the Warriors, we thought about Steph Curry, we thought about Klay Thompson, the Splash Brothers. We thought about this historically great offense, right? And look, those teams were all also carried by top 11 defenses. A Steve Kerr defense has never finished worse than 11th in any season until last season when they were the fifth worst defense in defensive rating in the league. And I look, with Klay Thompson being hurt, that's obviously going to hurt what they can do on defense. But now that offensive identity isn't really there anymore either. That Splash Brothers, that rain it from three-point range identity, that's just not what the Warriors are going to be anymore, right? I've called it, you know, going from the Splash Brothers to the Splash Only Child. It's just different. And so Steve Curry now is trying to create a new look, a new identity to the Golden State Warriors, that they are going to be a defensive first team that presumably is carried by Steph Curry on offense, which we'll get to later on. Now, I don't know if they can become a top 10 defense. In training camp, they are going to work on defense all the time. Now, coming out of last year, I bit, with the worst offense in the league and the fifth worst defense in the league, I basically said the offense is going to take care of itself 
when you get Steph and Clay Thompson back. But that's going to be a, a, in the top half of the league on offense. Defensively, it's going to take a lot of personnel additions, a lot of changes to this roster to get back to a top 10 defense. And so over the offseason, this team, well, actually since last February, they swapped D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins, a minor upgrade on defense, and I think could be a substantial upgrade if Wiggins pans out. Um, they drafted James Wiseman. They add Kelly Oubre Jr. They add Kent Bazemore. They add Brad Wanamaker. These are all plus defenders. James Wiseman presumably is a plus defender, given his length and everything like that. Um, Getting a full year of Draymond Green, getting Kevon Looney back and healthy, that's going to be helpful too. Even Steph Curry is going to help defensively just because he's such a great communicator. Now, I still don't know that that personnel is going to be enough to get a top 10 defense on the court. It is going to take so much practice. And like Steve said, you know, defense, you really need to work on that. It's, there's so much communication. There's so much chemistry needed to be a top defense. And these, this starting lineup has never played together. Now they have the length, they have the athleticism, they're going to use that. I think you're going to see a different kind of defense than you've seen in the past. In the past, those top 11 defenses, those were, that was carried by high basketball IQ players, experienced players, elite one-on-one defenders. This year, it's, they're going to rely on athleticism, on speed, on length. They're going to try to create deflections and steals and turnovers to create points in transition and to create stops on that end. So it's going to be different. And it's going to take a defense on a string. And that's what they're focusing on training camp. Offense, I think Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr is right. That stuff you're just going to figure it out along the way. Uh, I think you could afford to do that when you've got Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Uh, and that's something we're going to get to next. Uh, why Steve Kerr plans to get James Wiseman on the floor with Steph and Draymond as much as possible. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. If you're like me, when you get hungry, you can make bad decisions, but the best way to avoid blowing your diet is to be prepared. That's why I always have a box of Built Bars in the kitchen. Not only is this the best tasting protein bar I've ever had, it's the most healthy and it fills me up while I'm busier, I'm on the go. With 18 amazing flavors, including new ones like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and soft and easy to chew. They taste like a candy bar, but they're low calorie and low sugar while also being high in protein and fiber, making them perfect for keto and other low carb diets. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off on your next order plus a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Get your questions in now for Friday's mailbag episode. Send them to me on Twitter at WCGoldberg or email them to WGoldberg at BayAreaNewsGroup.com. Here's Steve Kerr on his plan for James Wiseman this season. Yeah, I mean, it's important for us to get James on the court, period. Uh, but obviously, with Steph and Draymond, given that, you know, our, our bread and butter offensively is the Steph Draymond pick and roll. And uh, when he's on the court with those guys, he's got to learn the spacing. He's got to learn to get to that dunker spot and and be on the backside of, of understand his role in, in those circumstances. And then at the other end of the floor, you know, Draymond is going to be – uh, anchoring the defense, and uh, he's got to be Draymond's partner, ultimately. You know, Looney learned over his first couple of years, uh, the, he learned the ropes at the five. Looney is going to be so much more advanced than uh, James will be defensively. Uh, so James has a lot to catch up on. But James's potential athletically is so dramatic that, um, you know, I imagine he'll have a, a – a chance to step in and help us because he's so athletic and, and dynamic. 
but there's a ton to learn and he doesn't have the value of, of, of a, a summer league and a, a whole summer of workouts. So a lot to catch up on in every respect. So we just got to do our best. And um, I'm, I'm excited, for, excited for James, um, but uh, also want to preach caution for everybody not to expect too much too soon because we're just throwing him right into the fire. And, you know, he played three college games, so he's got got a lot of a lot of things to learn. Yeah, and so I think training camp is going to determine how many minutes and what exactly James Wiseman's role is, especially early in the season. Like Steve Kerr said, he's only played three college games. Only one of them was particularly meaningful. Hasn't, hasn't played in a competitive basketball game in almost a year now. And so training camp, just as much as it's going to be about building a top 10 defense, it's going to be about testing James Wiseman, seeing where he's at defensively. Can he switch on to guards? Can he play X amount of minutes? Can he play alongside these other players? And where is he going to be most useful? Now, don't read into Steve Kerr saying that he's going to get James Wiseman as many minutes with Steph Curry and Draymond Green as possible as James Wiseman's going to be the starter on opening night. That has not yet been determined, right? But I do think that you're going to see Wiseman get minutes and get early minutes with Steph and Draymond. I still think that Marquise Chris has the inside track on being a starter. He's not only the incumbent at that position, but um, what he can do offensively as far as moving the ball, getting Steph uh, easy shots off of dribble handoffs and things like that I think is important. Defensively, he, he knows where to be. He can switch a little bit. I think he's probably the most all-around balanced center that they have. Uh, and, and maybe the most reliable at this point, given that Kevon Looney has the um, has some health concerns and things like that. You're not really sure how many minutes he could play. So I, I envision Marquise Chris um, starting at center opening night. I could be wrong. Again, it depends on what happens in training camp. But right now, I still think he, that he's got pole position for that spot. And then like Steve Kerr was talking about, Draymond Green is the anchor of that starting defense, which means that when he's on the bench... Who is going to be the anchor of that second unit defense? Well, then I think it's Kevon Looney, who, like Steve Kerr mentioned, was the prote- is, was Draymond's last protege. And now Wiseman is the protege. So I think you can afford to break up Draymond and Kevon Looney throughout the course of the game. Is, so you have one of, your better, one of your best front court defenders on the floor at all times, right? And so I can see him maybe staggering... Uh, sorry for the, the phone ringing right now, but I, I could see him staggering uh, Draymond Green and Kevon Looney a little bit. And so if Kevon Looney is basically anchoring that second unit, then I think you're going to see Marquise Chris and James Wiseman split time with the starters. Uh, I think both of them play extremely fast. They could run the floor. And if that's going to be how they play offensively is in transition, pushing the pace up tempo, then those centers are also a better fit for that than Kevon Looney is. So a lot of questions with what happens in that second unit. I think Kavon, we've decided, we've we can infer is going to be the anchor of the second unit defense. The question is who is the anchor then of that second unit offense, especially now that Clay Thompson is injured. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors. If you haven't already done so, now is a perfect time to hit that subscribe button to get episodes of Locked On Warriors every day. Steve Kerr told us yesterday that he plans to keep Steph and Draymond on the court together as much as possible. Do you feel you'll have to toggle Steph and Draymond to keep one of them on the floor at all times? No, not necessarily. 
Um, you know, we, we, I think we've tried that in the past and it seems like I almost always end up going back to playing them together. I think there's such a dynamic pair uh, offensively, especially together in the pick and roll. Um, my gut would be from the beginning this year to just play them together and then try to find another combination when those two guys are on the bench. Um, you know, it, it's different. I think if, if you were talking about Steph and clay, um, then I would say yes, because I think you need to keep a score on the, on the, on the floor all the time, but it's different with Draymond because part of what makes Draymond special is his pairing with Steph offensively and how well they complement one another on the pick and roll. So my gut um, as we speak is to say, I'm going to play them together, but obviously uh, we'll see how it all plays out. So number one, Steve Kerr basically gave us a glimpse into what that early offense is going to be. Remember earlier we talked about uh, Steve Kerr saying offensively, they'll figure it out as they go. Where in training camp, they're going to, the main focus is going to be at building a top 10 defense. Well, offensively early, I think you're going to see the uh, just the plan is going to be, hey, let's run this Steph Curry jam on green pick and roll because we know what that is. We're not exactly sure how Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre and Wiseman, Marquis, and all these other guys, Kent Bazemore, Brad Wanamaker, how these guys fit in with that. But this is the bread and butter, the Draymond Green, Steph Curry pick and roll. They run that pick and roll high. Draymond can always find guys with the lob on the short roll. I think you can see Marquis, Chris, James Wiseman, and Kelly Oubre all playing, a, uh, playing in that dunker spot early on. Wiggins, Oubre, they'll be slashing off the ball. All that stuff is going to be revolving around that initial action of the Draymond Green, Steph Curry pick and roll. I think that makes sense, at least early. Again, early. And then they'll figure out some other wrinkles and things as they go along in the season. Uh, so, to use Steve Kerr's term, that's the bread and butter. But when, And so for that reason, they're going to keep those two on the floor as much as possible. Which, again, that to me makes sense. I think we tend to fetishize this idea of staggering your All-Stars. But one of the... I think you could see all-stars make each other better. And if you can win those minutes that they're on the floor, as opposed to just maybe not having as much a chance to win those minutes when only one of them is on the floor, winning those minutes when the two of them are on the floor, that's paramount. And that's going to be paramount for the Warriors this season. But then what happens when Steph Curry and Jamon Green are on the bench? And by the way, he expects Steph Curry to play about 34 minutes a game. Jamon Green should play 31, 32 minutes per game. So you're going to have 14, 15, 16 minutes a game where these guys are not on the floor. So how do you kill? And you can lose. You can lose a basketball game in that amount of time, right? That's a, that's more than a quarter. They're not going to be on the court. So uh, who carries the offense? We have already established that Kevon Looney probably anchors that second unit defense. Who carries the offense though when Steph is on the bench? That to me is an open question. I don't know if we have an answer to that just yet. Initially. I think the, my reaction was, well, Kelly Oubre makes a lot of sense for that. First of all, he spent a lot of his career coming off the bench in the first place. Last year in Phoenix was only his first season as a full-time starter. He's a guy who can go get you buckets, right? He averaged almost 19 points per game last year. He's a three-level scorer. Decent ball handler, can get to the rim. The problem with Kelly Oubre is that he's not much of a, a, a facilitator. He's not really an initiator of offense, you're not going to run offense through Kelly Oubre. You sort of run offense to Kelly Oubre. Well, then what about Andrew Wiggins? He ran the offense in Minnesota for many years. Now, 
The results weren't great, but he at least has the experience. I don't think that they want to throw that on Wiggins. I don't think that they want to put that on his plate. They're not even that enthusiastic about making him the second option on offense. I think they think that that might be too much for him. They want him to be primarily a lockdown defender. They want him to be an elite wing defender. And so if they want him to do that, then you got to take a little bit off his plate on offense. So I don't think you can ask him to do that as a starter and then run that second unit offense. So it's going to be tough. It's probably going to just be by committee. I think that's why you go get a guy like Brad Wanamaker. I think you're going to see Jordan Poole get some early minutes. Uh, I think you could, you could see Wanamaker and Poole and Kent Bazemore all sort of playing together in that backcourt when Steph is on the bench, maybe alongside Eric Paschal, who can isolate and get you a bucket there. And then Kevon Looney at center to anchor that defense. So I don't know that there's any one answer. It's going to be by committee. There's going to be a system. It's not going to be a two-man game that the, that the offense is built on, like the starting offense will be. I think you're going to see a lot more slash and kick stuff, a lot more ball movement stuff. You know, uh, and, and that, I think, is going to be the challenge. Now, I, Brad Wanamaker, to me, could be the leader of that group. He took, he took pride in leading Boston's bench unit last year. I think he's going to take pride in doing that again this year for the Warriors. Kent Bazemore. I think you could see Bazemore and Wanamaker sort of creating this, you know, pride of the bench type atmosphere. I think that they are going to be challenged as veterans to do that and and come in and if not maintain any leads, maybe try to extend those leads because that's going to be key. Because if, if Steph and Draymond are on the bench for 15 minutes a game, then, like I said, you can lose a game in those minutes. So the depth that the, the Warriors added this offseason, it's going to be really important that that works out for them uh, and that they figure out some answers on offense when Steph isn't playing. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked on Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, say nice things about the show. Thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. You can send your comments and questions to me on Twitter at WC Goldberg or email them to me at wgoldberg at bayareanewsgroup.com. We'll have more news out of training camp throughout the week. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning.